Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Scott. I'm Chris. And I'm Diaz. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. Decided that in the spirit of giving, that we are going to give away the sponsor spot today to Sinusoids Giving Cable. Uh, after the the hurricanes hit the Panhandle of Florida, they have set out to uh, create an opportunity for their work to be given and provide an opportunity to give to those affected by that hurricane. Um, it's a high quality cable. I believe it's Van Dam cable into Neutrik plugs. Uh, standard length is 10 feet, but I think they also allow you to change, uh, what type of, uh, length you get. Um, and then all proceeds, and that includes labor time, all those kind of things. So literally the only thing they're taking is the cost of materials. Um, all the proceeds go to, um, the, is it American Red Cross guys? I don't remember. Hold on. I can tell you if you give me like 38 seconds. One, two. <laughs> it is the Northwest chapter of the American Red Cross. All right. I remember that correctly. Yeah. Check them out at sinusoid.com slash give. We'll take you to there. And also, if you're just like, I don't need a cable, but I still want to give, there's a link at that link um, to where you can just donate money straight to um, the American Red Cross. So it's worth doing. Uh, I encourage everybody. I, I've already bought one of the cables. Um, Tiaz is doing his own fundraiser for Florida. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Uh, yeah. I've still got it's still for sale. I've got a Boss PH2, uh, seventy bucks. That's shipped. I'm covering shipping and the fees, and all seventy dollars will go to the Sinusoid uh, giving. I'm not getting a cable or anything. I'm just going to give them the money. So, so yeah, encourage everybody. Um, let's support our friends and family that are down there and uh, help them rebuild after, frankly something terrible happened um yeah. and that brings us into what's new dang that was like really serious into the what's new though <laughs> i know somber like, well, dang guys well we'll, uh, we'll stop being professional and serious here soon don't worry okay okay because i've still got to mention uh justin true daddy so i thought you weren't allowed to no those are the five things i have to mention see oh. what i just got away with it by saying it like that i got away with one of them and he is from he's he's the prime minister i think from canada isn't he this is so dumb it is really dumb but i i said i said that i'd do it so i gotta do it i why didn't somebody like dare you to see how many times you could say meow i don't know we can do that next week yeah i mean meow did that happen yeah for real <laughs> uh meow anyway. listen here <laughs> <laughs> did i tell you guys, oh I, I watched super troopers 2 on the plane last week that movie's so bad I, hey, listen, listen. I haven't seen it yet. I don't don't no giveaways. There, there, there is five minutes of the movie that make sitting through the other hour and a half worth it. But oh, if you gosh. can just find a YouTube clip of those five minutes, that's the best part of the movie. Oh my gosh. Um. Anyway, that brings us to what's new. 
Chris, what's new with you? Uh, nothing as far as I can remember. I don't think I got anything this week. Man. Yeah, it's slow around here. All right, Diaz, what's new with you then? Uh, oh man, I got this nifty little mic stand for my desk. A little tripod. It's like eight bucks. That's that. Oh, I picked up some some music today. Uh, so there's a place called Amvets local. That's like kind of like Goodwill. It's like veteran stuff. Um, and man, they had like crazy amounts of ta- cassette tapes and CDs. And I do still listen to cassette tapes. I think it kind of threw Scott off. And uh, I mean, we you're did... just so hip. See, it's not even that. It's that I'm just getting older, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't even care how I listen to music anymore. I got um, Blues Brothers 2000, the soundtrack, on cassette. I got another one. I can't remember what it was. But then I got Sheena Easton, her debut album, because that's one of my like weird things. Like One of my favorite songs of all time is Morning Train, 9 to 5. Like, I don't know why I love that song so much, but if that song comes on, you better believe I'm dancing and singing to it. And then I got John Mayer, Room for Squares, and I got uh, Dave Matthews Band, Crash. I spent like $2.50, $2.50 on all that, so that was pretty nice. That's a sweet deal. I remember when I was in high school, there was a place by me that would do UCDs for like $2, mm-hmm. and I would just load up. Like, I'd go there like every week and just see what they got. Well, it's like it's weird because I'm like I'm looking at these cassette tapes and I'm like, man, I remember these like picking these up. I remember when that was it. And like the to to buy a CD was like the giant plastic thing Mm -hmm. that made no sense why it was so huge. Oh, so you couldn't like stick it in your coat. And like people still stole them. I mean, I don't know. They're still kind of huge. Uh but yeah, that's pretty much all that's been new with me this week. Uh, I feel like I did something, but I can't remember. You were on vacation. I was on vacation. This That's why I was like... Oh, you rebuilt active. your board, didn't you? Oh, uh, yeah. I put my board together. I got the HX effects on there, and I, I put through some of my drives. and uh, So I've got the dually, the woodcutter, and the half horse, along with the HX effects. And then I've still got a Boss PH2 on there, So because I own two of them. No 50-50? No, the 50-50 is not on there. So, like, the 50-50 is one of those pedals that I don't I don't use that much. I love it, but I just really... That sound that I get out of it isn't something that I use quite often, so... Hmm. I It's on my, like... I, I guess it's my mini board, but really it's just the board I leave set up at home mm-hmm. of, like, spare pedals. Like, I, it's still a great, it, A, it's a single enclosure, and you get two drives out of it, so you can kind of get those s- stacking options. But I basically have that in my uh, J-Rocket Archer, and that gives me, like, enough of, like, all right, I can practice, I can build my tones for what I'm going to do this week, you know. I don't have to break out the big board. It gives me enough to practice with. So I still like mine a lot for that. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I don't like it. It was... I just don't use it that much, but I've got a lot of pedals that are sitting in the pile that I just, I really don't have a need for on my board right now. Like my Pelotar is sitting over here and I've got that Fuzz Rushes, uh, Tremor Slow and they're just kind of, I'm getting, uh, some shelves built. My father-in-law, he 
He's one of those people that can just build anything if he wants to. So I'm getting some shelves built, kind of like the Ikea shelves. I'm going to put them up on display. I do love collecting pedals. Yeah, they're cool. I really like when people put them on a shelf like that. I think it makes them look a lot better than like just piling them up in the corner or something, you know? Yeah, all mine are piled up in a corner. So, so, so. 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 Oh, before so in the pre-ep, we were talking about things that we like annoy ourselves with. And we're like, we all say so way too much. And now we just shattered the glass and everyone's going to start noticing how much we say it. I, I'm looking forward to someone counting how many times we say so in an episode. We're on our, 40, we're on our 49th so and it's only been six minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Losing their minds from it. Yeah. We could just like, if, if someone starts doing that, we'll just make it a game. We'll be like, so, 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 so. <laughs> like, you just see tally marks everywhere. <laughs> so, Scott, what's new with you? I know you got something new. Yeah, because uh, I already threw it on the Instagram because I'm I'm annoying like that. Um, I got the Wampler, the Doctor, Lo-Fi Delay in. I have not gotten a chance to hook it up because I kind of basically came home and then set up our chat today so it's just opened the box and took the picture and i'm looking forward to plugging this in and trying it out tonight um what else did i get i got i've been i repaired my headphones i don't know if that's a relevant thing but apparently you can buy biodynamic like just the speaker over ear headphones and so i was able to replace that and fix those up um as Diaz correctly predicted, I did wind up picking up the the Rolly light pad. Um, oh, dude, I did not know they sold those in the Apple store. Yeah, isn't that cool? So I, I, we, we kind of messed up. Uh, the Rolly light pad and the controller have been out on the market for like a year now. Uh, but it's this new package that they're putting together where it's like 300 bucks and everything was together. And it came with all those add-ins. That was what was new. You could have just like stuck with it and no one would have known. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, the fun part is uh, I was able to buy the controller and the pad without all the built in um, like that six month subscription or whatever for mm-hmm. 150 bucks all in uh, off reverb. Uh, the only problem was the dude I bought one of the parts from reverb from took a week and a half to ship the dang thing until I like prodded him to, hey, are you going to ship this? What's going on? Um, and so if you hear a thump during the, uh, the recording of this, that might be my mail being delivered. It's supposed to come today, but I've been playing with the light pad itself with the iPod, the iPhone app. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I think this thing's gonna, I'm going to keep this around. I I like it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wanted to mess them with, with the guys at the Apple store. I have to go back tomorrow to pick up a phone. I think I was just going to be like, Hey, can I play with one of those really quick, please? I'm sure they'd be happy to show you how that works. The guy that helped me was actually a local musician and he was pretty cool. Um, he was a bass player and he was like, it was pretty neat. Cause I asked him, I was like, so what do you play? He's like, he, I was like, what style do you play? He's like, whatever pays the bills. I was like, my man, dude, right there. That's the right answer. That is the right answer. He said, whatever pays the bills. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the last thing I got was, uh, I got a, uh, package from Fox Cairo last week. I think I did a picture on. Yeah, you did it on the Instagram. Our Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. th- this is a new group, and they're doing um, custom topper um, for Ernie Ball volume pedals, Dunlop volume pedals, you name it. 
But what's different about them is it's not like this wood carving kind of top thing that goes up and on top of it. It's literally a uh, clear grip tape and vinyl underlay. So he's able, it's able to feel like a stock pedal still. And you just replace the, the grip tape with that. So it comes in really affordable. I think custom options. It's like 40 from bucks. Yeah, it's, it's not expensive. And that includes like your art and everything like that. So, so um, did you upload the art or like, how did that work? Uh, so I was, I was really fortunate, uh, that Andrew over there actually helped me make it. Oh, that's cool. So that, that is a custom image for me. Um, oh. but I think that image is going to be available to everybody. Uh, so I, I really like it. And what's also cool is it glows in the dark. How, so, so when you played on Sunday, how was it? Did it react pretty well to glow in the dark? Uh, so I was never really in the dark on Sunday, um, ever looking at the pedal. We have these backlit LEDs behind me usually. So while it seems like I'm in the shadows in our live stream, I'm not really sitting in the dark. I can see quite well. Uh, but it helps it just, yeah, it makes it a little more visible, which is uh, a nice little touch. So yeah, yes, they... you should like recreate with them your, um, I, I got this totally lost with like, proper um graphics yeah i uh I, I was thinking about that i was gonna reach out to him but right now my gear spending is kind of on hiatus mm. but we'll uh I'm, we'll see you know I've, I've talked about doing that with uh john over at creation and you know that would be a cool one too so we'll see so yeah uh easy install uh i just used a hairdryer to loosen up the glue and then it just peeled right off so um yeah check them out Box Cairo, I believe, is the name. Um, so that wraps up everything that's new. So let's uh, let's get into gear news for this week. And the first thing on the list is the Keeley Verbotram. Uh, Diaz, why don't you introduce this? Yeah, so Keeley has the Verbotram. So, Ke- I mean, we were talking about it, and it's just kind of verb and trim get thrown together, thrown together so much. But this is pretty cool because they didn't just put out a a single enclosure pedal. They also put out a uh, workstation. And I guess this is a signature for session player Eddie Heinzelman, who I have no clue who that is. Um, Oh, you don't know Eddie? No, I don't know Eddie. Oh. Do you know Eddie? He is a country artist. Yeah. Tell us more. Uh, is your Wikipedia taking a while to load? Yeah. Um, <laughs> famous songs include I Don't Mind the Rain. He had a ring rundown. That was on his own channel. Lame. Uh, Dude, you just called the guy lame. No, I just... Rig Rundown hey, is a premier guitar thing, man. Like, I've done Rig Rundowns. I'm going to start doing them just to mess with you. All right. As long as you refer to yourself as Rebecca Dirks the entire time. Or just say we the entire time, if you know what I mean. Oh, yes. Yeah, we do this. We do great. Yeah. I should have oh, yeah, yeah. video We're... where I did it, but... <laughs> uh, who was it who did the rig rundown? Um, I think we're, I think at one point we were trying to do rig rundowns in like under a minute. Oh, yeah. And like the guy's like just yelling out gibberish where he's like, this makes robot no. noises. This makes everything louder. This makes the world explode. Let's run to the yeah. amp room. And then like uh, sprints across Robert, the room. 
Robert Keeley made this for me. It's a custom color. Uh, he personally handed it to me. We could do one of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, if you understand that joke, you'll really appreciate it. If you don't, you're going to be like, what the hell is he talking about? Um, but so on the, the, the workstation is really pretty cool because it's got a lot of their different reverbs. You've got a, a two spring, a three spring, a plate, a hall, chamber, room, a fugue reverb, which maybe is what's, I don't know. A fugue well, is a song that you sing in the round. So I don't think that's what it is. I okay. think a fugue is, <laughs> I love how you just say, okay, <laughs> like Diaz is just going to make up his own. Is it really a song you're singing around as yes. a fugue? Yes. Well, fugue that. Uh, and then <laughs> <laughs> you got a slapback slap reverb. And then the different modulations that they've got on there also is so you've got a sine wave trim, a square wave trim, a harmonic trim, dynamic trim, a pitch vibrato, a ramp tremolo, a rotary, and a univibe. So you've got a lot in there. Um, and, you know, it's got a tap on it as well, which is always good. But, you know, the the regular Verbo trim is a single pedal enclosure and it's got a uh, harmonic uh, reverb and tremolo and then a Mac. I don't know what Mac is in the middle. Uh, it's probably a computer. Uh, maybe. We'll see. My dog is barking in the back. I hate my dog sometimes. Um, so it's 149. They're calling it the compact and 299 for the workstation. So that's pretty cool. I think that'd be really neat if they started doing compacts and workstations because a lot of their workstations are pretty awesome. And if they could do a compact, like imagine if they did a compact of the, um, what's they got the loomer and they've oh, got yeah. the pink Floyd one. If they did the pink Floyd one in a compact, like you just clicked it on and you've just got automatic like fuzz and delay going. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. Yeah, it's like the Verbo Trem reminds me of uh, Mr. Black had one. Was it the Deluxe Plus? Maybe. I don't follow Mr. Black as much as I probably should. I mean, I I think part of it's just because I'm not in the Pacific Northwest. I just, I'm not as exposed to their stuff. It's like only online that I see their stuff. I, I don't Do run not, anybody that uses it locally. Don't Google Mr. Black exposes himself because you will be very confused. Have you done this before? That's why his well, computer's not working well. That's, that's, why, <laughs> that's why I'm having lag issues. It says, gosh darn computer viruses. This this internet transmitted diseases. Uh, yeah, so that's where I think that kind of sits. Whereas the workstation, is it worth comparing to a Strymon Flint? At that point? No, no. No? I wouldn't say so. Well, maybe. The actual workstation, like itself, like the full size one? Yeah. Feature wise, I mean, that's pretty close, isn't it? Yeah, I wonder I how. Know, it... Except, like, the tap tempo is, like, built in, though. That, that'd be the only thing. Because I know, because the Flint, I believe, has a tap input for the tremolo, if I remember right. Uh, I think it's got a fave input. That might be it. It's one of the two. And if you send it to Daniel Shields, then you can have it modified to do whatever the heck you want. But I need this pedal to take over the world, if you don't mind, Daniel. <laughs> You're like, all right, give me three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that I mean, that looks pretty. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Um. So they come in at 150 for the compact, 
and about 300 for the workstation. Um, which is pretty consistent with most Achilles pricing. And uh, are they available already? Uh, oh, mid-November. No, November 15th. Yeah. So definitely worth checking out. Um, speaking of things that aren't available immediately, but you should jump on. Uh, yeah. Adventure Audio has released the Demogorgon. Uh, the V3. V3. Yeah. So what are you guys' thoughts on this? Well, I believe um, Blake made a post, Blake Wyland from the Tone Mob, um, and talked about, I think this has some upgrades. I haven't really been able to research it much. Yeah. Uh, I've been busy on vacation not doing anything, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those Let's, memes are not going to post themselves, Diaz. The, amen, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so I, the, the quotes are, this was modified to make it a much more usable effect. I don't want a usable effect. <laughs> Dude, that was like the cool thing about the Demogorgon. I didn't want a usable effect. I wanted this thing to freaking freak out. Isn't it amazing I, how often a fuzz and a tremolo being combined t together just keep making these like crazy cool pedals? Yeah. I mean... Sorry, that Diaz was Diaz is yawning because he's so bored <laughs> by this discussion topic. <laughs> Hey, oh, no, I'm not bored. No. Gosh, I could have blamed it on a dog if you would have just let me instead of calling me out. Let's see, the pre-order's live for two weeks, so... Oh, wasn't that a difference, too, is that it was like... Oh, yeah, the other one was limited run. Limited this is pre-order, yeah. So pretty much anyone can get one. It's going for two weeks starting uh, the 26th, which was a few days ago. Five days ago, if you're listening on the release date. Good morning, good Michael math. Newman. Good math on the fly there, Diaz. Yeah, I didn't even have to take my shoes off because I'm wearing flip-flops. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do you count above 20 with your shoes off? Okay, so there might be... You, know, you guys didn't see me walk around with no shoes, but I've got 28 toes. Gross. Well, it really helps out in the month of February. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that once once every four years you just get I'm like it's like what year is it? Screw this crap. <laughs> so I, I, let's oh get back gosh. to the puddle. <laughs> we need to we can't record on Mondays anymore. This isn't working, Scott. <laughs> That's just because you're in vacation mode. I am. I using, haven't done using crap. your Keely pepper grinder too much. Mm. Anyway. Uh Shh. <laughs> so the Demogorgon um, originally is a fuzz, reverb, tremolo, all in one, and gets pretty far <laughs> out there. And it was kind of running in the extremes. Um, the new demos sound very cool, very usable. Um, man, we're just losing Diaz left and right here, man. <laughs> well, I was breathing heavy. I was really excited. Uh, uh huh. Gasp. Uh huh. I'm not cutting this audio out. I don't care. Was your editing sweet? <laughs> yeah, okay. that's what you get. That's yep. what you get for being a smartass. You you just volunteered yourself for editing. That's why I shut up when that conversation comes up. That's why I go to sleep then. I yawn enough. Yeah. So, do you guys think by doing a running pre-order versus the there's going to be a fixed amount? Do you think that helps cut down on all the guys who will like? Oh, I'm buying one just to flip it because I know immediately I'll get money out of it. Mm, I don't know. I'd say yes and no, because I mean you're gonna have some people that like just can't like 
afford it like at that moment like during pre-order and they still might want to like pick one up but you're still going to have the person that does flip it for extra hundred bucks just because they missed the pre-order you know so here's my question all right hold on i need actually need to look it up so um one of the things is uh they've done before where it's like you pay up front part of it and pay the rest whenever it's shipped yeah this is 100 percent up front oh uh, yeah now there's still gonna be someone who's gonna flip it i don't know man there's the the world of flipping is getting just crazy right now because it seems like everyone's on to it yeah i mean there's the whole drv everyone trying to flip theirs now there yeah, you got the DRV flip. Um, that's like uh, I was trying. I had a guy who I don't know if maybe it was just this one guy, but I had a guy. I, I had my Keeley Compressor Plus, my pitched out or my blacked out one up for mm-hmm. sale. And I started at 140, which is about $20 over new. And I went down to 130. I think they're 130 new, something like that, 120. And for the regular ones. And I had a guy like message me. He's like, they're 120 new or 130 new on Sweetwater. And I'm like, yeah like no this is a limited edition they didn't you know they just made them for a short time and he's just and he's just like yeah but they're still new this price and i'm just like so go buy a new one exactly that's all i was just like all right so go buy a new one that's fine but i don't know i mean so like walrus is like notorious for special artwork runs yeah they'll do like 70 different versions of like the julia and you watch those shoot up in value at first, and I think that's coming back down to reality now where I don't think special edition pedals are as special as they used to be. No, I don't think they are. Um, But the other one, it's just the Compressor Plus was an interesting one because Keeley said he was going to raise the price on them after release. Well, the 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 price that's listed always on their website... Mm-hmm. It's like one seventy nine ninety nine yeah. stock price, and, and they were like, but "We're going to always re- on sale for we- one twenty nine. And they said that it was going to be a limited time, and eventually they're going to re- bump it back up. But that pedal's been on the market for two years now, hasn't it? Yeah, something like that. So I don't know. I don't know. Whatever, whatever. Robert Keeley, he sold messing it. up my flip game. He sold a ton mm-hmm. of that pedal though, so. Um, I think that's part of it too is that market got flooded pretty quick because they just made so many yeah he's like oh no 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 we were gonna do it just for one day now we're doing it for like a month <laughs> I was like brah you're killing me alright we got let's get moving because we've yeah been... I'm gonna skip this next one because you can't buy them in America and okay. jumping into the Vega trim uh, this is interesting oh, is, is it for interest? for vegetarians only yeah, yeah. only for vegans Um, (laughs) so this is a play on the strat tremolo um stumbled upon this actually from a sponsored ad so i guess they do work um this is a play on the fender strat tremolo where it creates um it's supposed to be a retrofit for the six spring or sorry six screw trams because the, the the more modern ones, the two screw trams have a an easier time pivoting. Yeah, um, I love the two screw trams. I've honestly never really played one. I had one on my uh I had one on my American Deluxe strat and it I liked it. Yeah, it it's also interesting how like the six screw just won't die. Like 
how you'll see guitars go to the two screw and then they'll go back to the vintage six screw. I actually, I think both my, all three of my strats have six screw trams. Made in Spain. What the heck? No, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Just because it's Spanish? Yeah. My last name is from Spain. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm that not going can't back. Can't be trusted. Can't be trusted. If, listen, if they're anything like me, <laughs> you don't want one. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so it's cool as well as so where it's pivot. It doesn't pivot on the screws anymore. It actually has a plate and kind of a hinge built into it, and so it actually can. They were showing demos of this thing, like doing like Floyd Rose ranges of movement, um, without needing to do the whole locking mechanism junk. So that seems like to mm-hmm. me quite the improvement. Well, the the only concern I'd have with that is whenever you're doing a lot of the Floyd Rose crazy stuff, um, the locking nut up top is really helps keep maintain tuning, mm-hmm. and that's one thing I would be worried about. If you're going to be doing that much movement with your tremolo, you've got to replace your nut. You got to get something like Graph Tech, um, or just something. Oh, like a lubricated nut, just so it's yeah. moving easier. Yeah, self lubricated nut. Yeah, because that's that would be one that would be one of my concerns. But locking uh, tuners gets rid of all the the wrapping slack. It gets rid of that, and it gets rid of the um the friction, like the movement and getting mm-hmm. caught up in the binding that happens in your in the nut. So because that's where a lot of people um, you know, there's a lot of complaints with the Fender tremolo system the synchronized tremolo system. Mm-hmm. And, but what's happening is a lot of times people don't realize you're binding up at the nut. And whenever you're jump tuning, that's causing, that's because of binding in the nut. Mm-hmm. And a lot of uh, fenders will get a lot better tuning stability just by switching out the nut for something like a graph tech, a self lubricated nut um, that, you know, and that's a big problem with like Gibson's, People don't realize the the tuning issues it mostly comes from the brake angle at the mm. nut, and like my SG, that's what causes most of my tuning problems. And then there's things like the string butler that helps fix that. But Fender's thing is a lot of the the nut that comes on a standard Fender is usually crap. Yeah, I you know you'd be amazed how much just bring it to your local luthier and they will just polish up the nut and just fix some of the sanding on it and it will clean up a lot of the binding issues. That's yeah, because a lot... And there's uh, there's the spurs happen mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. And they happen down at your saddles as well sometimes. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the other thing to do is when you're changing your strings, just get a mechanical pencil mm-hmm. and fill in the slot. Just yeah, just make sure it's a uh, graphite-based... Uh, they make lead pencils anymore? I don't know. But don't use a colored pencil. <laughs> we were debating that at church yesterday. Are they not are colored pencils not graphite? I don't know, but I, I wasn't risking it. It wasn't my guitar. I was changing the strings on the acoustic and I went and I was tuning it and it popped and then he goes it like jumped up, he goes, Yeah, it does that. I'm like, Well it's not supposed to. Like <laughs> I've kind of felt like I couldn't stop myself. I was like, it's not supposed to do that. And we were, I was looking for a pencil really quick and I couldn't find one. I said, I told him, I said, when you get home, loosen up the strings, get a pencil, put, you know, just rub the pencil in there and get it lubed up pretty well. 
Huh. Yeah, they've also got like a what is it called? Nut sauce. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Where it's basically that is basically graphite in like a like a a liquid resin. Mm-hmm. It's basically the. So did you guys do like Pinewood Derby cars as a kid? Yes, I love like, Pinewood Derby cars. I was like, raised Assemblies of God, so we had the Royal Rangers and the Pinewood Derby every year. Yeah. So we yeah we did it in Cub Scouts and. Uh, yeah, I, I had this like spray in graphite stuff that you put on the the wheel axle, so the wheels would go a little faster. All right, I'm making a lot of noise because my mic. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're getting all eight dollars worth of that new mic stand. Listen, I'm all right. So if anyone complains about if something happens with my audio this week, where I'm trying to actually record into the computer instead of recording into the Zoom portable, so. It's a, it's a grow, it's growing pains, guys. So to wrap up the the Vega Trim, um, they are currently on sale for um, two hundred twenty eight euros, which will be a bit more in dollars. That's so that's like Mastery Bridge territory of prices. Yeah, I'm the, that's one thing I've always kind of gotten annoyed with is how come these guitar manufacturers can't just fix things out of the gate that's like anytime someone buys a gretch the first thing they want to do or like a jazz master they're like gotta get a mastery first thing it's like i don't want to spend fifteen hundred dollars on a guitar knowing i have to spend three hundred dollars more yeah i mean who's and who's gonna buy the stock bridge not a whole lot of people you might find the one guy who's like restoring a guitar or something like that but it's not I mean, a great selling point. This is one of those perks of a lot of the boutique builders that were building offset tremolo guitars. We're all going mastery right off the bat and like almost at very competitive prices. Mm -hmm. That was definitely one of the perks there. Um, But I can also say the, the vintage jazz master trem with, without modification on a set of tens is completely garbage. So, the mastery bridge made that guitar for me. Hmm. So, uh, let's move on. Do you want to talk about this next thing? Uh, I want to tease it a little bit. Yeah. So TC electronic uh, has just announced the BC 208 base cab. So it's a two by eight inch portable base cab, 20 watt. Oh, sorry, not 20 Watts, 200 Watts capable. Um, and their main feature that the every <laughs> press release I can find on this is, Oh, you can run it vertically or horizontally. It's a base cap. Like, I just, I just keep laughing that that's the only feature that they can really right, right, right. show off. So on you're telling thing. me you can run this thing vertically. Uh huh. But if you don't want to, uh huh, you can run it horizontally as well. Yes, pre-orders on Sweetwater now. Okay, okay, okay. What if you don't want to run it vertically? <laughs> what then? You can run it horizontally. Okay, but what if I don't want to run oh, I don't want to do either one of those. Um, well, then you can stack back. them. <laughs> yeah, okay, so let I, I'm going to get a little bit sciencey on everybody. Um, All right, let's let's get let's let's get some science. I was already yawning earlier. Yeah. Let's finish it up. Um, low frequency sound when derived mm-hmm. from a small speaker, mm-hmm. i.e., eight inch speaker, compared mm-hmm. to the wavelength of sound that you're dealing with. When that ratio gets out of control, it basically becomes an omnidirectional speaker. That's why most subwoofers are omnidirectional. Okay. You get directionality with high frequency 
with large drivers. So that's why with your like 12 inch speaker off of your, um, off of like guitar tone, you know, like if you go like center of the cone versus just slightly off it and things like that, um, you get those weird really spots and then it warms up and then it gets really again. You know how that happens when you move the mic around? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Doesn't happen with low frequency. Okay. Okay. So what you're telling me is you can run this thing vertically or horizontally. Yes. Or both matter. at the same time. Buy four or of them and make yeah. a okay. stack. Okay. Oh, here's here's my thing, though. Have you seen the picture of the guy sitting spread eagle right on top of one? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, I just did. <laughs> no, it's, it's on their website. Like, the guy is just sitting there, legs open, base in between, right on top of this sub or this base cabinet. Like, <laughs> like, what's going on in this oh. picture? What is TC oh, Electronic doing? Do you see the picture where they stack two vertically and then do their little mini head on top of it? And it just looks out so out of place. Look, look, look. Did you see the one where they've got one vertically and two horizontally? They're changing the game. And they don't line up. There's still a lip and my OCD is just like getting triggered. Yeah, what would have been an extra like inch width wise? Uh, I don't yeah. know. Two bucks. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so ultra portable. Go check it out if you're looking for something that is easy to move, to or that something that you want to stack vertically or horizontally, or sit spread eagle on. Yes, because it's. It, all right, I, I'm going to shatter <laughs> your guys' brains for just a second. Every two by twelve cab can be stacked horizontally or vertically. No, yeah, I but refuse you, to believe oh, that. Can, but but can you sit spread eagle on it? Yes. And just have have the time of your life. This is this is literally every two speaker cab that is in existence on the market. You can do this with. I mean, I thought I was just crazy whenever I had my two by twelve, and I was changing if I was putting it vertically or horizontally. Hmm. All right, Diaz, one more time, just so we beat this joke into the ground. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, one second. Music fans are not, oh, wait. Okay, the main thing is, on this whole product right here, is you can run it two ways, vertically, or, if you really want to go crazy, horizontally. Those are the only two ways. So, if you, you know, I mean, if you want to get squirrely with it, you can stack one vertically... (laughs) And one horizontally and just go nuts. All right. If anyone is still listening, the Leap Pick Kickstarter is wrapping up this week. Uh, I shared this in the main group just because uh, since we're releasing on a Wednesday and I think the Kickstarter ends on a Wednesday too, if people actually want this, they can jump on it. Um, It is quoted as the most comfortable guitar pick you'll ever hold. Chris, what are you seeing? What do you think? Um, the biggest thing that like stood out to me as like, why would I do this? Cause I would have a hard time like picking up my pick and being able to just use it is the fact that it has like three different, uh, gauges. So can you play this pick vertically or horizontally? Um, it's preferred horizontally vertically can present a challenge. All You're right. not getting much right. pick to a uh, string contact. 
Is this going to be like your new joke? Every product that comes out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We should have, we should have done this cab first. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, so yeah, there's two options. There's the rhythm and the lead player options. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say something. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of just go uh, against the grain here and I don't hate this. Um, I do feel it's very gimmicky, but I would, before I knocked it, it would definitely have to be a product that I have to have in my hand and try out because it does seem pretty cool, but I don't know ergonomically if it would be preferred. Um, I feel like, have you tried uh, a triangle pick before? What? Have you tried a triangle pick before? Like the bluegrass picks? Have you tried one of those? Are you hold on? You're t- are you talking about like a just a regular guitar pick that's in the shape of a triangle? Yeah, the big are you talking the, about the big triangle ones that bluegrass players like? I've played. Yeah, okay. I've played them before. You, do you like that? Like, is, is that a good size for you, or you, you you normally play a jazz size, right? Um, I've been I I usually play a jazz size, but the thing is, is with the the different ends on this mm-hmm. i mostly you know whenever it comes to the way it plays the big thing is is how it sounds so like i just i've been playing um and i've been trying to find a pick that sounds the way i like it uh and that's one thing that would be interesting to this is to uh see how it sounds but yeah. Did they the, material uh, this is? the big thing is is that it's just having three different picks on there at all times would be kind of cool because you could like ninja that thing and change it to a different one if you were feeling that yeah i i was joking around with uh with before we started of is there a way that i could like just make one of these where i could put whatever type of pick i wanted into it like some type of like clip with like rubber in there that would like hold all the things and then you could do that spin it and then you can get a different size um I don't know if there'd really be a market for that. And if it's Listen, if we could do this kind of and make it like the new guitar player fidget spinner, that would be the bomb. Oh mm. yeah, let's put a ball bearing in there. So let's it, do it. The whole hold, thing on, spins. Hold, on, hold on, totally. We call dibs. This is going to be released. Patent pending. Um, yeah. we'll, patent pending. We'll mail it to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly I'm, what we have to do. I'm only email this mail episode already. So I mean, yeah, it's already copyrighted, guys. <laughs> Yeah, this is, uh, if you're listening to this, just mute it for the next five minutes while we come up with a really good business plan, and you'll see us on Shark Tank next season. So, I, I will definitely give them the, um, there's a grip built into it, and I think grips on picks are nice. Um, uh, Diaz teases me that I use way too thick of a guitar pick already, uh, but I... Yeah, what are you, like, on threes? I do have a set of three millimeter picks, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm a I'm an 88. I'm a .88 guy. I'm normally 1.5. Jesus, take the wheel. Um, Chris, how thick of a pick do you usually use? Uh, 88. Okay. Um, yeah. Which is the sizes they offer. <clears throat> um, <laughs> but uh, well, one they've of- got the, they've got the. I think I would like to try the 7396 and 1.5. The lead. I mean, and it's not a horrible price. I mean. $14 for a pack of two. That's if you don't lose them. 
That's six different pick sizes. That's not horrible. I mean, for a Kickstarter, it's not bad. I mean, this is like, I, I think this is a gimmick you buy once and then you, you move on. But um, the other part I was going to say was it since it has texturing on it, that makes it easier to hold. Yeah. I do appreciate, a, I can't use a pick without like a texture on it. So like when they are just like a, a smooth pick with writing on it, I have a hard time keeping a grip on them. I need the bumps or I need something on them to kind of get a groove where into my finger on it on. So, I mean, there's some good ideas here. I just, this is, this is version one of an idea and, you know, the cost needs to come down and I think the implementation needs to be refined a little bit. This is totally going to be on that shelf in Guitar Center. Oh, if they could, if they didn't do a Kickstarter and they just showed, sell, sold this through like the accessories desk, this mm-hmm. is like the Christmas present for every kid from their family. I actually, I'd be happy if I got one of these for Christmas. But like, this would be this year's jellyfish pick. Remember that thing? Oh yeah, it was like the like sixteen little metal pieces or something like that. Yeah. What was the, we were talking about that? What the hot hand, the jellyfish, all the um, ads and Guitar mm-hmm. World magazine. Yeah, this is like straight out of that era. I mean, at the same time, I feel like I've seen this before. Right? Like no, no, that was the Karate Kid. Oh, um, okay. Or what was it? Uh, Three Ninjas. Three Ninjas. Yeah. That was a good movie. Is that a Netflix talk about right that. now? <laughs> Episode 50 is coming up. So, like, I mean, like, we could do a, we, we could do a let's thing. Let's watch the Three Ninjas and talk about <laughs> Guitar Gear during it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rocky loves Emily. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our topic. This this yeah, our topic is, this week is if you were one of the three ninjas, which one would you be? I would totally be Rocky. I think you're more of a tum tum, but that's just me. <laughs> that's that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, our topic this week because today our release date is October 31st. Is happy Halloween, y'all! Mm, happy Reformation Day to those who celebrate as well. I thought that was the first. Isn't that, yeah, isn't that the first when, isn't that when, what, Martin Luther or whatever his name was nailed all the stuff? It's the same week, guys. Chill out. Hey, listen, you're going to tick off a bunch of people, all those reformed people. But you're not saying any names. Sorry, Cody Fields. Hey, the dude has a podcast. Oh, this is true. I forgot about that. That that is a podcast. it's, It's not a secret. His entire pedal line is dedicated to people who are about the reformation and all that man i should have doubled down it is actually october 31st is reformation day Uh, they're all wrong happy reformation day cody (laughs) (laughs) so this is going to be our 95 theses against uh gibson guitars no um well the the idea came up with the idea was kind of like we all have like that jolt us from sleep nightmare that happens and uh i when then scott was like i don't have that nightmare oh i have and that so, nightmare it's just not about anyway oh i'm gonna steal your titan there, all right there's your nightmare you're gonna wake up and i'm gonna be in your house that's a nightmare within itself right there oh god i'm never sleeping again <laughs> but uh man i, I but, let's uh, just say diaz is the only host on the show that has not been allowed in my house yet that is 100 percent true yeah it is 
Wow. <laughs> screw you. Come to Chicago. We'll see what happens. I'm like there. He's like, no, Buster. You can go uh, the the shelters down the road. You can go sleep there. Yeah, there's a YMCA down the street. Go there. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> after five minutes of introduction to our topic, what is our scariest guitar stories? And Diaz, you were introducing yours. So I always have a night. So all right, uh, I actually had gear stolen from me. Um, I was young, stupid, and I kept gear out in a vehicle after a gig. And so my vehicle was broken into. I had a PRS custom 2410 top stolen. Oh, wow. That's yeah. such a nice guitar. And the, the hardest part about that was, was I was still making payments on it after it got stolen. Oh. So, like, so like, there's salt in the wound every month. But um, the, I had that. And at the time, I was playing a... Actually, it wasn't even mine. It was our bass player's Fender Cyber Twin, and that got stolen, too. But luckily, he was a cool guy and didn't make me like replace it or anything. Um, In the end, it was, like, it was probably better for him that he doesn't have a Cyber Twin anymore. Yeah. I actually wasn't a horrible amp. It wasn't great. The, the worst thing about that amp was there was latency between switching channels. Oh, it had like robotic knobs. Remember that? That was actually really cool. That was like the most gimmicky thing ever, but it was actually pretty cool. You could sit there, you'd change the channel and the knobs would turn. What if I told you we could make a guitar where the tuners did that? I would say that you're out of your damn mind, that that'll never happen. I think that makes and, me see and if material. any company does it, they'll be billionaires and never have to file for bankruptcy. <laughs> So is that, no. that's like your biggest nightmare that you like, you left something in the car and it's gone now? Yeah. Like having gear stolen again, that's probably one of like my biggest freak out. Like I wake up and I'm like, oh no, no, I brought my gear inside. I'm good. I think mine is just like, there's a little prayer I say every time I'm firing up my amp after moving it. Like, please work. <laughs> like, I'm always just afraid that like all these horror stories about like, guitar tubes failing on you like it was gonna suddenly happen to me like i i've only had one tube die ever and it was a easy one to fix but like for the usually usually if you have one tube die too as long as it's not a power tube and it's just a preamp tube it'll usually you can kind of like limp through a set yeah uh and that's kind of what i did um it was a preamp tube so i just stole it from the other preamp channel and just kept going See, with the with the Kemper, there's always the uh, fear of having a, uh error happen in the middle of the gig. So Computers. Gosh darn, dang old computer, dang old internet, man, old click, 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 click. <laughs> that's, the, that's a direct quote from King of the Hill. That's my favorite <laughs> Boomhauer moment in King of the Hill. He <laughs> says you're going to dang old internet, man, old naked, going click, 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 click. <laughs> so accurate so accurate uh chris do you have any ah, shit. horror uh, stories about guitar stuff going on here marissa gets mad and burns all his guitar gear uh, too real yeah that'd be a little devastating especially since like one of them is in her name that we're getting <laughs> on you're like it's yours too you moron no i'm just kidding marissa don't listen to this episode please don't listen to this episode um shoot i think one of the biggest things that like has happened uh like irl has been i got rear-ended a few years ago um and like 
I think it was on like a Thursday. So I still had my stuff in from like Wednesday night because I was just way too tired to bring everything in. And like my vintage basement was still in the back, like in the trunk. So I had to like take that in to like make sure everything was okay. And I was like flipping out like, okay, it was like, am I going to have to get a full set of tubes replaced? Am I going to have to, you know, get internals fixed? So that was like probably the biggest nightmare like scenario i've had what was it like the fuse blew i don't i don't don't think anything was actually like wrong with it that may have been the time i got the caps replaced but i think that was like an unrelated issue yeah i always get nervous uh whenever i think yeah scott kind of hit it too Uh, oh i've got one here's here's a nightmare you wire up your entire board you can't figure out where there's a there's a misfire (laughs) Oh, there's something going I on. I hate doing that too when like you've actually placed everything down and you get it like uh-huh. tight in there together and then you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, now I've got to pull it up one by one." I don't I don't do pedal boards that close that much anymore, mostly because I always want to make sure there's enough room where I can slide a right angle cable in really quick. Yep. And I can work at the end and back my way up to figure out where the bad connection is. Hmm. And but I do love anytime you have a problem and it's something really stupid. I did it the I did it at sun, Sunday. I couldn't figure out how come I was getting no sound, and then I realized I wasn't my guitar wasn't plugged in. <laughs> 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 it looked luckily it wasn't like a it wasn't like anything longer than like fifteen seconds. <laughs> but I did that Sunday. I plugged everything in and I just wired up my board the night before. I was like, all right, let's get this thing going. Let's go, let's go. And then bam, nothing. I was like, I just put my head down. And then when I put my head down I looked and I saw my cable wasn't plugged in. I was just like, oh thank heavens that's all it was. Yeah, ever since I, I've been using an SGI box and my amp off in a in a back closet lately. And so whenever I like that first time I fire up and I get no sound, I'm so angry because it's like, oh, now I got to take my in-ears off again. Now I got to haul ass all the way over here and fix it and come back. And, like that back and forth drives me insane. This is why you just have wireless everything. It. I don't want to wireless my pedal board to an <laughs> amp closet, though. Well, not that. Just guitar to board and then. Man, I, I sold my wireless. That makes me sad. Don't talk about it, guys. You should, uh, you I should mean, now you have the opportunity to pick up that boss one, yeah. Yeah, I, I do. really tend to get rid of my Line 6 one because it's annoying as hell to actually have to have a third power outlet available because it's USB powered and not something off of, like, a regular pedal power. Why don't you, ooh, you, you, you should just a, get a bright switch. Get a bright switch. I don't think it puts out enough. Because bright, bright switch can put out, I think. It's like ver- two point something. Uh, then, if it's if it's charging an iPad, it's yeah. it's strong enough to run your wireless. It all depends on what power you're sending into it, mm-hmm. because it just I think it draws kind of whatever is available. Yeah, so it's going to depend on like the milliamp too. Yeah, the, well, the milliamp's the more important part, um, because the other part is USB is five volts. Everything that you're running off your power supply is nine. So you can step nine down to five pretty easily. There are adapters out there in the world oh, that you could do that with. The bright switch does that. Yeah. 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 So let's just do that. Get a bright switch. It and also then you can, makes uh, like a 
like nine volt DC to USB adapter. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly Clear. what you want. Yeah. I don't know. As long as the amperage step. is enough. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think it like steps down though. But what? How much? How many? Uh, what does it require for power besides the, the USB? What's the? Does it say what uh, ampage? I feel like it's like five amps. I might be wrong. Oh, geez. So five what? amps? No, there's no way. There's no I way know. it needs twenty-five watts. Hang on. No. Yeah. No, that's great. We're not recording an episode or anything, Chris. All right, so I'm gonna take this time so to fill some obligation. Right I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do. Let's see, Lee Greenwood. I had to mention Lee Greenwood. Um, so God bless the USA. Uh, I think I said Canada earlier. We already said Justin True Daddy. Do you have a G6 or a G10? No, I have the little mini like bug one. Okay, so maybe I was like totally off. Its input only needs like 0.2 amps and output is caramel. 5 volt yeah. at 1 amp. Listen. So yeah, I could definitely run that off a bright switch, I think. Yeah, I think you could. Okay, and then they'll sure. like every Instagram post you uh, tag them in. <laughs> I really do. So when we went to um, Summer Nam, I I don't know. I want to try those Boss Wirelesses. The only problem is, is we had a bad experience with them, and it was one hundred percent due to the fact that we're in a giant convention. There's so much Wi-Fi going on. You're gonna get it some well, sort of interference. No, the the, like, the problem was Boss was interfering with itself. They the Boss can run on up to seven channels, and they had eleven units on their on their uh, show floor so they were actually interfering with themselves and they didn't want to shut down their whole booth to do that experiment with us why didn't anyone tell me that because i've been i was i kind of exactly wanted the boss what my, matt knight told us no he didn't yeah that's what no, he, that's, i think he would that's what he told me drinks and well he might have been yeah no 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 he probably told you that but he didn't say i didn't hear that I just knew that we were at one point we were having interference and we thought it was because of all the Wi-Fi. Yeah, uh, that, that's basically what happened was um, once a, another one of the guitars was closer, that one took over. And so you only had the range of basically how big the booth was. That's why we were only able to get like five feet of range out of it. Well, you should uh, get in contact with Matt Knight and uh, I can do like a video, like uh, running away and like all that fun stuff. Yeah, I need to follow up with him. Yeah, see what's up. I need a wireless again. You need a wireless. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Can you get you a wireless? I don't know. There's not really room on my board for a wireless right now. <laughs> Put it underneath. Get the uh, little double, like, bug size one. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you could do that. I'd want the base. I like the base on having that on the board. I like that it's just like a normal boss size pedal. Oh, yeah, I well, I I used to have my. Now, if it was a tuner, if it was a TU two plus all that. See, that's where the Line Six G seventy rocked because yeah. it had the tuner in it. But uh, because I've be got the, the Wazacraft edition, will be the tuner and the wireless together. That would be legit. I got, the, but with the uh, HX effects, I've got the tuner in that, and they just actually released an update and gave a strobe tuner and all this other crazy stuff. I've got to do strobe tuner's so. the way to go. I like the strobe tuner. So I use a I on the Kemper I use the bubble tuner though. I like the bubble tuner. Have you gone through your vocab list yet? Yeah. Okay. 
I was, I was curious if Kemper and Helix were still on that one. So No, Helix never made it. Oh. Caramel was a close one. Did you ever say Canada? I did say Canada. You were... Uh, I, I went through all the words whenever you went to get the your wireless when you went to look at it. Hmm. I, I made sure. Man of stature. <laughs> yeah, that was another one. <laughs> but that wasn't in the top five. I didn't have to say that one. Well, you know what? We're listening to our viewers and we're going to let them I, I actually am the one <laughs> who put everybody in there i put stature on the list midi that's another one all right midi midi so all right to wrap up our discussion um <laughs> the actual this, some, actual some scary gu- shit I, I don't know if you guys have irrational fears about guitar but i have the one what every time i'm to- putting new strings on the guitar and i'm tuning them up for the first time Oh, I'm like, it's going to snap. Yeah, it's going to snap yep. and hit me in the eye. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. I don't know where that came from. I but that. Yeah. Well, I, well okay, so I'm one of my favorite guitar players does alternate tunings, uh, and that's uh, Johnny Resnick from Goo Goo Dolls. He does a lot of really weird alternate tunings. That's like tuning your your B all the way up to an E. Like it's just, and that, that gets me every time. My, my thing is, is I always have a, you're like, it's, it's a rational fear that I'm always going to break a string. So every time I go play a gig or I play at church or anything, I always have a minimum of two guitars with me because mm, I, yeah, I do that too. But this past Sunday, I only brought one guitar Did you and I knew it was going to, didn't break a string, but I had a feeling I was like, this is going to be the week. The one time I didn't bring my firebird as a backup, it's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, and you do, you have separate cases for your guitars too, so that's a lot to haul. Yeah, I need to. I really need to look into a mono, a dual guitar mono case. The stereo or that other mono case company is. Yeah, I they, have a, um, actually. I have the Gator one too. I'd probably sell you that. Really? Yeah, if shipping wasn't uh, so crazy on that. We'll have to figure out a time when we're. Is it up. a hard case or is it a soft it's case? It's a dual gig bag. Really well is padded. It, I wonder. You could probably roll that thing up pretty damn tight. Uh, Fit it. You it, could probably. It does not fold. Oh, it's a strong case. It doesn't really fold. Huh. Just go get seven of the large uh, prepaid. <laughs> yeah, the prepaid envelopes. No, the uh, prepaid oh. uh, boxes and tape them together. I don't think it works that way. Analog man sure tried to pull that off with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he gave me a he gave me a quarter of a prepaid box. Did he pay full price for it? Uh, I think he did um something. He, else. he he marked it as not being one of their boxes or something, maybe. Yeah, something like that. I've ha- I had a package returned to me because I used a flat rate box, but I didn't put a flat rate label on it. Yeah, and I was like, they'll do that. I w- yeah, I was like, I'm recycling a box. Do I just need to like put paper on top of this thing? And they're like, we didn't tell you to do that, but yeah, that's basically what you have to do. Yeah, no, I do that all the time. Uh, so a lot of people, if they've gotten packages for me. They have a lot of paper on the outside, mm-hmm. and it's usually because I make the boxes blank, and it really just depends on what I'm shipping and everything. So, even if it's a regular brown box, sometimes I just put white paper on the outside. I like to make it look like uh, like it could be from a terrorist, but it's not. Mm, too soon. Oh dang, that is. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I take. Okay, so I've been on vacation. I haven't paid a whole lot to current events. I take it back. Yeah, dude. As as a Floridian, you can't go around saying things like that, man. Well, it's not like I'm actually like making threats. I'm saying I'm saying it's it's not. <laughs> I'm doing the opposite. Plausible deniability. 
Yeah, I have no clue what I'm saying anyways. I've slept since then. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, if I'm not on next week's episode, y'all know why. You know why. <laughs> Hashtag pray for Diaz. Yeah. And if the rest um, of us aren't here, uh, our computers got confiscated. So. Um, check out our Kickstarter for legal fees for what everything that Diaz <laughs> just shared with us. Um, yeah. Go to, uh, if you could, please leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, a little bit goes a long way. Uh, those positive reviews make us feel good make this worth doing for us and also eventually help us jump in the rankings so random strangers can find this podcast uh follow us on instagram i just posted to it about an hour and a half ago uh we get some fun stuff up there periodically diaz finds random memes that (laughs) i'll admit some of them are actually good uh (laughs) some of them are actually good that's the nicest thing you've said to me all week i know that's (laughs) that's how low the bar is right yeah <laughs> it's like if i shoved you and you're like oh he touched me oh. uh, <laughs> that, was, that was so close to a hug you don't even know it <laughs> no your owen wilson and Fozzie bear one i i enjoyed that wow 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 um join our facebook group continue our discussion there talk about any of the gear that we brought up this week whether you like it whether you think it's dumb share your opinions with us we interact quite heavily with you there, and it's your chance to kind of voice and be a part of the show. Um, follow our YouTube channel. Uh, all our episodes are posted there as well, so you can listen while you're at work. Plus, all the gear demos that we do in a very timely fashion are posted there. Uh, and then the last thing is, uh, <laughs> if you see demo. any news, you have it, you want to interact with us directly, uh, feel free to reach out to us at theeffectsloop at gmail.com. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Bye, guys. Don't say bomb on an airplane. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. I didn't mean to say that. Like, it came out totally wrong. (laughs) It really... (laughs) That came out a lot worse than I thought it was supposed to come out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, my computer. At least everything recorded. We are, we are, we are strong. Negativity always drawn out, picture every visualized love. 
energized lives together, together. We undefeated. A plan to make weather's no gloves needed. When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in a community that remains happy. Never after, the world should be one. Hate annihilated. Every heart is one. Love again. So, don't